Hello, welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with your hosts Jesse Heater and MJ, where each week we go back and look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This week we're looking at Netflix's 37th film. We have come a long way. Just, <laughs> just looking at the number. 37? That's huge. It's the 2017... In a row? In a row. This is the 2017 comedy, Handsome, colon, a Netflix mystery movie. It's directed by and stars Jeff Garland, Natasha Leone, Amy Sedaris, Leah Romini, Christine Woods, and Stephen Weber. Hello. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. You sound crook still, MJ? A uh, little bit. Just <laughs> lingering, lingering in the voice. It's, it's my sexy <laughs> podcast voice. You're looking a lot better. I, I feel better. At least we're not recording in a hospital this week. It's yeah. <laughs> last week the sound last week, I don't think it was that uh, good. Rising from the ashes. It's, that's <laughs> the things I do for my Flix Forum audience. I, uh, I can't let you guys down. So, we kick off the show usually with the Fast Flix where we do our quick summary of the film heater. Tell us what you thought about this film or what your whatever. What's Go. Fast Flix? All right, it's uh, short and sweet. So, a homicide detective who is getting close to retirement is tasked with solving the murder of his new neighbor's babysitter. Mm, wow, I, I'm going to go mine next because I feel like yeah. mine's very similar. Did we, did we write the exact same Pretty one? much. A detective must try and solve the murder of his next door neighbor's babysitter. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You didn't mention that he's near retirement. I so didn't because I didn't think that really mattered. <laughs> I just wanted to get a few more words yeah. into mine. I would have gone for like three seconds. <laughs> MJ. Um, Gene Hansom, a talented LA homicide detective, investigates a murder alongside his ragtag team of crime solvers, <laughs> interviewing a town of numbskulls, and trying to find, uh, sorry, trying to solve a not so clever crime. You've gone all out there. Uh, yeah. My question is, what's he talented at? He's he's a good detective. Oh, okay, being a detective. Yeah, he's a good detective. Uh, good. He's a talented LA homicide detective. You know, when I realised that there was a character's name called Gene Hansen, the title made so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. I've been at this film on our list of films that we need to cover, and I'm like, Handsome, a Netflix murder mystery movie. What it doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> none of it made sense. And as soon as like, oh, his name's Handsome. Ah, oh. <laughs> okay. So much more sense now. That's what I was going to say off air before. <laughs> oh. so, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> worth the wait. Definitely <laughs> worth the wait. So, um, what what have we what have we, out, what have we found out about this film? Not much. <laughs> no, not much at all. There wasn't a, there wasn't a lot online. So it was filmed in LA. Yep. Um, and I couldn't. I couldn't find it at premiere anywhere. I feel like it just nah, went straight, straight to Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, so it was acquired by Netflix. Probably goes with the title. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what they, they Yeah, okay. Yeah. Acquired by Netflix in June. Uh, yeah, June of 2016, released in May of 2017. So yeah. hold on to it for... I'm pretty sure... No, I think they still made. They bought the idea. Yeah, they bought the idea. Yeah, cool. Um, I believe that um, Jeff Garland kind of pitched the idea to Netflix. Okay. Um, and it's actually interesting hearing him talk about how so many movie executives nowadays hate hearing like the word genre mm. when you're trying to pitch an idea, they'll basically kick you out of the room straight away. Yeah. Um, where y- your big movie studios really want to be making a movie that appeals to everyone. So they'll really water down the tone, the themes, some of the subtleties just so it will appeal to everyone so they can maximize their box office. Yeah. Whereas Netflix on the other hand, they want to make a film for everyone. So there'll be an audience that wants to see Handsome on Netflix. There'll be an audience that wants to see horror, action, crime, you know, romance. So that rather than making one film that's just going to appeal to everybody, they just could get a whole bunch of other films, which is you know, obviously the model that we see when we, we do this podcast. Every mm. film's, you know, really quite different. Um, 
so that gives the that gives directors an opportunity to make these kinds of films. There's no way in the world that this film is getting made if it's going to have a theatrical release from a big movie studio. No, um, no, 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 no. And apparently, Jeff Garland initially pitched it as he wanted to do a stand-up comedy special around the ideas of being an LA detective, and that was the idea that he pitched. And I think when they started sort of filming it. It was him and, you know, that private investigator that lives next door to him? Yeah. Um, that they kind of have, like, one or two scenes with. The, the guy who recommends his dogs yeah. shooting on his lawn? Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so they filmed all these scenes about those two, you know, sort of clashing and having um, their stories about being a detective and being a PI. And basically they just cut all those scenes because they started filming more of the film and realised that the story wasn't about that, it was about this. So hmm. um, interesting concept that, you know, you can get your idea... Signed off nice and early. You can change mm. it, tweak it a little bit. He said no one from Netflix ever even went to the set once. Um, <laughs> just trusted him to do his thing. Yeah, and just trusted yeah. him to do his thing. So um, that was about all I could find on this film. That yeah, wasn't no, that's too cool. much. I saw the, the, there's a drive-through scene where... Um, uh, that was a Jeff's, weird drive-through scene. It was weird. It, it's interesting. <laughs> <That was> strange. <laughs> it's an interesting scene. But um, so what's, his, what's Jeff Garland's character's name again? Uh, I've already forgotten. Gene Hansen. Gene Hansen. 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 <laughs> well, um, it's an impact this film's made. Um, when he's gone through that drive-thru, the the kids that serve him at the drive-thru, one was his son and one was his son's mate. So that was that was cool. And the other thing was the music was done by Ben Folds. I um, did see that at the end of yeah. the credits. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was interesting, cool. yeah. Um, so. For that drive, like, not, nothing to do with the actual scene itself. Is that a concept, like a drive-through concept, where, or is that because of the speakers and stuff? I, I think the speakers were okay. stuff, so that stand out there, which is still weird in itself. <laughs> like, just say drive-through's broken and, and it's kind of stand out. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of weird. Yeah, it was really. So, what's weird. Jeff Garland done from a directing perspective? This is his third feature film. Yeah. So you probably you know him from a lot of you know him yeah. from like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Curb Enthusiasm, The Goldbergs, yeah. those sorts of shows. So his first one was called Someone to Eat Cheese With. Yep, I did look up that. And the second one was Dealing with Idiots. But no G, just like yeah, a little Dylan. Apostrophe. Dylan, 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 okay. Dylan. So yeah, so a few shorts as well. A few shorts as well. Nah. So yeah, I'd, I haven't seen either of those two. He says most of his films are around the eighty-minute mark, and he's all along the less is more concept with comedy. The uh, the idea of leave. Totally agree with that. Leave um, the uh, audience wanting more. So may I'm have sure been a better twenty-minute film. Sure you don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know when a when a gun sportsman retires and you're like, oh, he had two more years in him. And you remember him being like, oh, he could have been anything or he could have been better. Yeah. I think that's that's his idea. Of, okay. Are you saying that Jeff Garland should never make a film again? <laughs> no, <that's> <laughs> his idea is that if I, if I drag it out too long, it will get worse and worse. And they'll be like, well, you know, you've taken this too far. But well, I agree. This film. Well, so that came in 2017, 2019. I'm glad we haven't had any more. Um, <laughs> what's the, the consensus? Consensus on this was um, really hard to find because it doesn't even have a rotten or fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't have a score. It only has four reviews. Yeah, three negative and one positive. That's 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 Rotten Tomatoes in a nutshell for you. Yeah, don't like basing anything on Rotten Tomatoes. But then you have a look at the audience um, reception on Rotten Tomatoes. Thirty percent. Thirty percent. But it's only off one hundred eighty-six. Yeah, that's the thing. Means which is why we use IMDb and Letterbox more often. It's all about Letterbox. So IMDb. 5.3 out of 10 for just over 3,000 reviews. Yeah. And then Letterbox 2.4 out of 5, 1,100, which again is very much on the lower um, Yeah, <clears throat> the lower end. Not many people seen people it. Seen it, but or rated it. Hmm. Um, but it's not a bad, considering what the film was, it's, it's pretty, actually not a bad result. Pretty good score for 
what it was. 2.4 is pretty low on Letterboxd. Mm. Mm. All right, what are our early thoughts on this film? Heater, what, did you th- what, have you, what are you thinking before we get into it? Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it. I kind of, kind of sat through watching it going, what am I watching? Like, yeah, we, I, I, I wasn't... I say, how to say it? Yeah, I, w- I wasn't liking the film, but I didn't think it was awfully bad. I was just kind of like, what is happening here? Yeah. Uh, I really wanted to like it. I, I think I love Jeff Garland in The Goldbergs. I think Murray Goldberg is one of my favourite characters on TV right now. Um, but this just didn't work for him. I think it, maybe he took too much on with the writing, directing, yes. starring. and um, I was really leaning into it early, like trying. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a little bit funny. You know what? That is funny. That's funny. I, and I gave it the benefit of the doubt with some of the jokes. Talk yourself into it. Yeah, funny. but I, I did think them funny. I actually rewatched one of the scenes... Um, afterwards and I still think it's funny um, but around the 20 minute mark I reckon it just lost me and I'm like no this is yeah. it's not gonna it's not it's, gonna be good it's gonna be work <laughs> and, and, and it was and it was just tough like it was it was so inoffensive like I didn't we watched Ooh, films inoffensive yeah oh okay as in like that you're watching like, it as a film yeah like why are yeah. you making me watch this it okay. wasn't like that yeah it wasn't like that at all but it was just strange. Jesse you did not like it so this is I spoke last week. This is this is obviously where I've gone oh, back oh, yeah, to back. I'm going to watch weird. this. So I've seen. Did this you remember this one? film when it first yeah. came did out? Did you remember how it ended? I did remember. Well, yeah, the opening yeah. scene oh. makes it pretty oh, evident. Oh, anyway, we'll talk about that later. I but thoughts on that. I struggled to get through this one the second time. Um, you know, it was like when you have this recurring nightmare that you, you're in your you're in, you know you wake up and you're like, oh, I've had that dream before. <laughs> And it was like, oh, wow. That's because you had watched the night. film yeah. before. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was like. Uh, I, For a comedy, I didn't laugh once. Yeah, okay. So that's what sort of killed it for me a little bit. Mm. If you're going to pitch it as a comedy and use Netflix mystery movie in the title and open it up like you're telling us straight away what happens, I need something to make me laugh. And it didn't. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Yep, fair enough. All right. Look, characters. Let's, have, let's talk about some characters. I found it hard to really dig into any of the characters, except for Gene Hansom, obviously. Mm. Um, he's probably the one character we really do get to know. Yeah, I, I didn't hate him. He was like, kind of an interesting character. Yeah, he was likable. It was likable without liking him too much, but I did not like him, so he was okay. I was wondering whether the commentary on his lonely life was ever really going to go anywhere, though, and it kind of didn't. Um, yeah, he, he, never really, didn't no. he never really properly pushed it. Mm. Um but he's he's so he's a good detective, and they make that clear that he's a good detective. He is the leader of their uh, detective squadron, whatever you want yeah. to call it, and they're all like n- num skulls. I don't know, where, they're all yeah, idiots. idiots. <laughs> um, and he, in spite of them, you know, does well, and he solves obviously this crime, and you get the idea that he solves a lot of crimes. But does he need? To, is the idea that he needs to be more confident and? Um, out there in his personal life. So he's, he's got this, you know, quite successful. He's really confident when he's on the job. But in his personal life, he just kind of sits there with his dog. And it, it, just, it didn't seem like he really cared, though, like to... No, you're right, though. He like, didn't seem to care, either. Yeah. that personal life. He, he seemed pretty yeah. Yeah. content with yeah, his life. he did, didn't he? But yeah. then, like, they highlight all these guys dating the lady next door that he's mm. clearly into. Mm. And all this stuff's kind of happening around them because they're all just going and doing it. And he's... But you're right. I agree. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, is this going to end with him coming out of his shell and achieving yeah. something that he wants to achieve. But then I'm like, does he even care? And does yeah. he care? I don't know. I, it's, it's strange. It didn't seem like, yeah, he's just so content with everything. I think, like, he, he, pro- I think he probably cared. He just, just, just show, show it. it yeah. <laughs> but then why do you end it with nothing? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd, it was interesting. I, 
I almost want to see more of this character. Just, I don't know, just to see where it goes and what else. I might have a good question for you for our uh, social media follows at the end of the, the show. Okay. I'm, I'm, I want to go... Th- I'll go through the characters I've listed down and then Let's you go. tell me what you guys think. I yep. think that's probably a good way to do it. So, Karis, the little kid, the daughter of the next-door neighbor. Creepy. Super creepy. Creepy. Creepy the, as and, hell. And her dancing was just... That just was not funny. Uh, we'll get to... Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll get to scenes we'll get to the like. We'll get to the good scenes. Didn't like her. <laughs> the lieutenant in his office with the cookies. So annoying. And oh, her yeah. weirdly gross feelings for him uh, were just... It was yeah. just... That was not funny either. But she was also a little bit kind of Alzheimer's. It was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like two scenes and she yeah. was off her chops and notes. She didn't know she was pretty what was going on. Yeah. Um, Fleur. Okay. He's... he's, he's Partnering, yeah. you know, yeah. who was very over the top and at, to me, outspoken, genuine comic relief. I thought she was, I thought, and I thought Natasha Leone was a standout performance in this film. I think that she knew that she was working with very little, yeah, and mm-hmm. she completely owned it. And I think she knocked it out of the park. I thought she was really good. I did not find one piece of her dialogue funny. Okay, I thought ninety nine percent of her dialogue was disgusting and not called for. Uh, ah, yeah. it was supposed to be though. Yeah. I know I was supposed to be, but if, you, if you're going to do, do like a jarring, gross like joke, at least make it funny. Uh, yeah, I guess right. that's so. Yeah, I'm not going to like verbatim quote these things, but she likes to bend people over and eat popcorn out of their. Yeah, so okay. I've got that in my. I'm going to talk through that scene later. All right, when talking about blackmail. She talks about how she had a black male incident with a teacher. Yeah, I, I, I think it, I think that she, as I said, she owned it enough, and I, I thought it was really asking funny. a guy if he liked the move where she made his whatever bend all the way right. That was funny. No, <laughs> she has an achy lady part, and it's pulsing, meaning that he may need some help. Or that she can't handle three toes in there anymore. When did you grow up so quickly? Oh, yeah. I know. I feel like a you used to love this I'm a stuff. Old man. You were, I mean, you were used to be. Maybe if as I was a fifteen-year-old kid watching this, <laughs> I'd find it funny. I, 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 I thought it was pretty funny. Probably not to the extent of MJ's, but definitely not. I look your yeah. spectrum. But I, I think a little bits at times it was a bit over the top. But in general, I liked her. I think I thought, she, I thought was she was funny. The shining light of the yeah. film. And, and Jeff Garn actually wrote the part for her specifically. Nice. Okay. Good on him. Um. <laughs> That Jerpus cop guy. He had those long, ridiculous yeah, stories. Well, he was only in it for the first two scenes. Yeah, and that, you know what? I wanted more of him. That is in my favourite scenes. Yeah. That was the best part of the movie, his, his stories. <laughs> so that was, they set this up really nice. And especially when every <laughs> that, time he spoke, he said, Detective Jerpus, yeah, as if like yeah. he didn't know who he was. Yeah, and you wouldn't know who he is. I mean, when they stopped that, they did it twice, and it was funny. Oh, it would have been even funny if they had a about that, Yeah, I, I, I love that. Yeah. Um, maybe I am getting old. You are, you are getting old. I'm getting old. And don't old. get me wrong, I gave this movie a really low score. <laughs> yeah. Really low score. So. The receptionist at the firework company. She was annoying and stupid. They made this joke about her pushing the wrong buttons. Oh, yeah, when she's... Yeah, she's trying there, to yeah. dial in the dude. Yeah. And just and then the whole thing about the coffee table book. She's going to freak out because she won't have a coffee table book. Mm. But oh. this, this is this is her real issue yeah, as no, a receptionist. Oh, you're getting pretty upset about very minor characters. I was going to say, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, there's some more minor characters <laughs> that I got really upset about. So we meet um, Charles, which is like the daughter Karis's mate. Oh, yeah. And so it's a young kid. Yeah, and then Devin, the next door neighbor, the hot guy. So, so um, handsome walks in the door, meets this Charles kid, walks inside, then meets the next door neighbor, Devin, in this one scene. Mm. Both meet him in thirty seconds, and that's it. 
I know we see the young kid at the end, but what was the, they were useless. Well, the guys that were dating um, the next door neighbour, I think they were all about just showing the difference between handsome and them. Yeah. But then she was happy to snuggle up on the couch to him the next night. Like, I don't yeah. know. Ugh, I don't know. Um, what did you think of Nora, though? Okay, then? Nora. All right, Nora. Nothing character. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. All she did was dream. It was literally about her dreams, about her work and her dental work, and then her dreams about having a future house. And I didn't do too much of her either. And uh, then, I, and I then, didn't either. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> and then she had this one line where she's like, he's looking at her sleeping, and she wakes up and goes, what do you think about having a shaved... Yeah, that, that was... Whatever. I was like, duh. <laughs> has already said shit in this podcast, so you can say I've, shaved I have... Damn it. Now I have to put an explicit thing on this podcast. That's what I'm saying. It's already been <laughs> I, used. I, I, I said it earlier, man. Yeah, sorry. Use it, so I've tried can, so hard not to. put the explicit warning. Yeah, anyway. Of course right. he's all right. I don't think there's any other characters we can talk about. No, I, you covered oh, sorry. Uh, Ooh, seven more than I was. A, <laughs> did you like the killer? Oh, the, the, the actor. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was annoying. Yeah, he was annoying. So annoying. We're going to talk about uh, the uh, the first scene. Yeah, later, I think we, we definitely are. I find it hard when you have a film where you don't like one character. Like, I didn't not like Handsome, but I didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's, that's yeah. a fair I, one. I, I, I yeah. kind of like him. I do, as I, said, I like Jeff Garland. I think he's a funny guy, and I wanted to see more, and I was I was cool with seeing him. And I really wanted uh, Fleur on screen as much as possible, because <laughs> she did crack me up. Like, <sighs> even when she's just talking about, you know, like, how she's got she's to go take a shit or whatever. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's cool, man. I'll wait for you. Oh, no, 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 It's fine. It's fine. Like, everyone knows that she's going to shack up with the guy yeah. in the room. I, I found it pretty funny. Sorry. Could this, have, could this have been a Kevin James film? Could you see Kevin James playing handsome? Um, are you saying this from a weight perspective, Jesse? <laughs> no. This a is big, me. Big burly comedian? No. This Well, this is me. You just said you thought that um, you love him in, in the Goldbergs, and that's one of your favourite characters. I do you've love already, Kevin James and you've King said Queens, on, You've yeah. said on this podcast that you love Kevin James and King of Queens. So my thing was, hey, maybe you could see him in this role. I can't see how it wouldn't work, yeah. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with the weight whatsoever. I think so it'd be fine. Thank yeah, you for trying to make me have to be a bad person. No, I just thought you typecasting. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> They're both wide, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I could see Kevin James doing this. He yeah. could do it. Maybe it would have been a better film. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Maybe. I may have laughed once at least. I, yeah, I got a preference. That I think Maybe if I'm, you weren't I'm, so mature, you would have laughed. <laughs> yeah. I've really only watched Jeff Garland and the Goldbergs, but he's that good in it. But that's a great character too. So I mean, what can you do? Anything else you want to talk about? Actors, cast. <laughs> um, no. Nah, All right, let's, let's have a look at some scenes. What MJ? Tell us what you like. There's some that's scenes that made you laugh. Tell us yeah, what, don't what made get you wrong. Laugh. I gave this film really low score, but I, I I still laughed in it. I think the first the first time I laughed was when um, when Jeff Garland and Natasha Leona in the car talking about San Andreas. Oh no! <laughs> just, Best movie ever. So they were they were riffing really nicely. It felt really. Na- it was almost like they were just sitting in the car. He's like, you know what I watched last night? I watched San Andreas. I'm like, Best film ever. Best film ever. And then they're just, like, who won the Oscar in 2015 that was better than San Andreas? And then just at the end, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Like I just I thought that was a really good riffing between those two. It's in my worst scenes. <laughs> okay, so this is this is the scene that I rewatched. Um, when they are inspecting the body in front of the house, mm-hmm. which actually leads in from the soundtrack scene. Yeah. Just, uh, you, you've obviously already been introduced to the, the ragtag team of crime solvers that he's working with. When uh, they find out that they find out that the body's been um, placed in the Star of David and the guy just goes, Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus. And then the other guy just goes, sir, can I quit the force forever? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. And then... Come on, Jesse, laugh. That and was then funny. Detective Jerpus says... It's Detective Jervis here. And then he had a long wind story about the fact that it's clearly a drive-by. Yeah. <laughs> the girl's got her head cut off. And then he ends it with, case closed. And then Jeff Garland's like, we haven't got a killer. And then he pauses, he goes, and that's why you're the boss. <laughs> but then the, the, my favorite line of the whole film, which is you, you touched on before as a bad line, is when Fleur's chatting through the details and she's like, the house belongs to Talbot Bacon. He's like, the actor? And she goes, yeah, I'd bend him over. And, and, he's still, and then what? As if, like, give me more details. <laughs> yeah. And then what? What do you mean? I just bent him over and ate a little popcorn out of his ass. <laughs> that, I always, I paused it and wrote it down because I was laughing so much. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. The, uh, the one sort of line that was okay in that thing was the guy's like, oh, it's an obvious suicide. <laughs> It's yeah, a decapitation. True. That that's was true. the only partially okay like dialogue <laughs> that led into that scene where the Star Tour, the was it Starline tour bus, tour bus. They make all those horrible jokes about Japanese tourists, and then there's a Japanese rabbi. <laughs> rabbi like, that would, after your start of day, I was like, oh man. Yeah. All right. What else are we like? I laughed at about four of those lines. Oh. Uh, the only other thing I laughed at, which I think you again touched on as being something really bad, is um, when what was her name? Kara, the little girl. Karis. 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 Uh, when she wants to give Jeff Garland the dance and, <laughs> and, and she just stands behind the red curtain doing nothing and then he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, this is the pre-entertainment. <laughs> I just thought that was really clever. Um, and it did annoy me that her silhouette was facing one way and her toes were facing the other Yeah, that, that annoyed me. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was quite funny. And you know, this, this is all in the first 20 minutes when I was really leaning into it, and then I, I got nothing else. I've got her that. dancing scenes in the worst. What was the scene where she like, she's just standing at the window staring at him? Yeah. Yeah. She's well, creepy. Yeah, she's creepy as. Anyway, I had a good laugh out of those. And I watched them again, and they're a little bit funnier the second time. <laughs> I might need to watch this again for a third time. <laughs> yeah, true. Hey, um, No, my, 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 my main one was, I thought the best part of the movie was uh, Jerpus and his two stories that were just so crazy and with specific details. So specific. <laughs> so specific about all this stuff. Like, I, I, I love the first one with the golf I'm like, this is fantastic. And then when he does it again, I'm like, this is just such crazy detail, specific details. I love that. I could have listened to him talk about specific detailed murders for the whole movie. Like, I, I thought he was fantastic. Those parts were the funniest parts I think of the they could have used one more. It, yeah, I think it, it would have been funny with one more. Yeah, I, that, that was just hilarious how crazy in detail they Even were. Even the drive-by, he says that it was like a greens. He specifies what car it was. You could have had him come in at the end when they solved the crime and just say, I oh, figured it out. Yeah, yeah, I figured yeah, it out. Yeah, and yeah. then just like, no, we've already worked I, I out. Also liked, that would have been funny. I also liked in, like, the first one with the golf murder, how he gave everyone names. <laughs> That's <laughs> true, yeah. Maybe his name is this. Maybe his name is this. Maybe they did this. It was, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was very good. And that was my favorite part of the movie. All right, and um, that's all I had. Good scenes, Jesse. You any good scenes? scenes? The scene I liked, we, we spoke about earlier, was that the drive-in scene where he goes to the burger place, Norm's Burgers, and um, you know, he says to the guy taking his order, he goes, this is the last night that I'm going to eat bad. And the server, like the guy serving him, says, you know, that's great. You can be your best self. And then he sees that sign and it says, um, set thine house in order. And he looks at it and he's like, okay, I'm not going to eat this meal and drives off. You that was it. my favorite scene. Hmm. Something yeah. nice. Yeah, good. Had nothing to do with the comedy, but it was nice. Yeah. Was nice. All right. What, what didn't we like? Um, the opening five seconds when they ruined the movie. Okay, this is where we, we probably need to talk about this. Might as well do it now. So, if you haven't watched the film, hopefully you have watched the film. The opening scene tells us who the murderer is straight away. I couldn't believe that. 
So he, he literally, as as Steve Weber as well. Yeah. Hey, I'm Steve Weber. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoy this multi. Is, it, is this before the credits? Yeah, even? before yep. the yeah. credits. What does he say? This multi multi format uh, multi format mystery, yeah, mystery something. Yeah. 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 He's like, I play I play the killer. Yeah. Or the murderer. Hope you enjoy the film, sort of thing. So I was sitting there going, you know, like you don't need to do this and you don't get it. And, but then you tie it in with the title and what um, Jeff Garland's trying to do with this whole genre sort of thing. And if it's sort of playing on these riffs of American crime shows where, um, you know, at the start of a, one of these crime shows, they'll tell you who the killer is. And then it's how you get to kill us. So you think like CSI, those sorts of shows, you see who like... Before we had right, they used yeah. to do yeah. the, like, the last... little yeah. recap. So, and I get like you're trying to make fun of it, but, you know, with those sorts of shows, you're either sitting there for 22 minutes or 44 minutes. So your attention span's not that long. It's like, okay, I can deal with this as long as we're going to get to it quickly. Whereas this is a feature film. Like, so you've got to sit there for 80, whatever minute minutes it was. 80, and, 80, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they follow that up with this Bond-esque sort of song that goes over the credits and it's like if you're going to do it properly like you know a Bond song always has lyrics there was no lyrics it was just this chick with the hula hoop that you see in the front lawn that he sits across all the time like mm. you got to go the whole way if you're going to do it And that, it so he he said that the reason that they revealed it was because he didn't want the film to be about finding the killer this this film wasn't about discovering who the killer was this was about and initially, he's thinking, okay, so he wants it to be about the comedy. So let's mm. focus on the funny. But his thing was all about Gene Hansen. He wanted this film to be about the character. Yeah. Everyone's sort of following his lonely life um, mm-hmm. and his story. I don't think that necessarily worked. And I, I, when, it, when the scene first hit me, because I obviously read that mm. later on, I listened yeah. to an interview with him later on. When that first scene hit me, I was like, did I just see that correctly? And yeah. then when that guy first comes on screen, I was like, all right, that's the dude. Yeah. Like, I. I hated that that they told us. I, I think I would have enjoyed the movie a lot more if it was the mystery and not knowing who did it. I, I couldn't believe they told us at the start. I was like, okay. Well, yeah, I think you could be right. I'm yeah. watching this now. Like, yeah, I, I really didn't like them telling us at the start. Did you think while watching it that maybe that was a joke? Yeah, and, I did. I, yeah, it, a bit of a joke. And also, I guess it's more like, okay, cool. Now we can focus on, I guess, how like, how we did it and how they catch him. But just didn't do it for me. I wanted, yeah, I, I would have yeah. preferred the mystery you know of the I wonder? The mystery of the killer. I wonder if they put the film together and it was just way too far-fetched that yeah. this guy was the killer and you yeah. didn't quite put it together and they thought maybe if we just maybe let we'll him tell him at the start, away, yeah, and then we can focus on other things I can definitely see that if you didn't know watching it because it was pretty far-fetched you wouldn't admit that like That's how they got to the point in the end yeah, the killer, when you're like was, oh he's the killer so it's yeah. gonna happen then you have him like, oh, of course yeah, yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like if if they didn't tell you at the start it needed to go for longer than 80 minutes because they needed more like of them working out it was him yeah because there's a few red herrings there where they're mm. barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. You know, you're, um, you're always a little bit sus on the... Yeah, the fireworks guy was looking good and for even, a while. even the next one, neighbor, a little bit yeah. sus on her. Yeah. But yeah, didn't like it either. Yeah, no, didn't like that at all. Anything else? Um, didn't like? Oh, I, I didn't like the two scenes of the neighbor's daughter dancing. I thought they were really weird and creepy. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the cookie scene with the babysitter at the start. When he was trying to give them the cookies. Oh, yeah. And she, and she wouldn't open the door and yeah. she wouldn't really say anything. It just kind of dragged a little bit and felt a bit awkward. Um, I don't think that went as they would have planned it. Yeah. I think... I, I didn't like the concept of that scene, but it yeah. did go on for a little bit too long. It was kind of strange. It was like they yeah. started filming it and he's like, oh, let's, let's go with this. And yeah. It just didn't really work. And then the other one was that weird scene where he's... And I don't know if I didn't like this as much as... I know what you were trying to do. It didn't quite work. 
where he's having that stare off with the lieutenant and the clock's ticking in the background and they're just looking at each other for about three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had that down there as well. And the, the whole joke of that guy, Lieutenant Kenda rocking up, like it doesn't work unless you have background knowledge of who that guy is. Yeah. Because mm. he hosts his own crime show in America. Yeah, I didn't know that until yeah. I read afterwards. And that makes more sense now. <laughs> yeah, and like if you you not don't have that knowledge of that show, then that 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 joke doesn't work. Like him coming in there and always saying, you know, it's the ex boyfriend or whatever. It doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, at the end, he's like, "Told you it was the ex boyfriend." He's like, "Yeah, uh, yeah whatever." Like if you had, like, I know that Judge Judy is a different like character, but if like you know, for a worldwide audience, Netflix is a worldwide business. Hmm. If you have like a character like Judge Judy making a joke, then more people are going to get it because she's yeah. more Do you know worldwide. who that guy was? I did because of when I watched it the first time. So when I watched it, I'm like, oh, this guy's from a crime show. Oh, right. Okay. But the first time you watched it, you didn't know who, nope. who it was. Yeah. Nope. 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 Um, so yeah, like you guys have mentioned a lot <laughs> of the scenes that you liked. I've already said I'm a <laughs> massive fan of. Uh, you're talking about the cookies. I didn't like the setup of the cookies with the lieutenant either. I thought that was weird where she was talking about, you know, she's comparing these cookies because they're like beach balls and she's talking about mm-hmm. balls and she's like licking these cookies. Mm-hmm. And then she makes some kind about, you know, I've had my tubes tied. I was like, <laughs> she was just a creepy character. Because before she started talking, the cookies started actually looking pretty delicious. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. Those cookies actually, yeah. you know, they're kind of beach with all nice and colorful. Hey, those look pretty good. And then she started talking and looking at them and I went, okay, I'm not hungry anymore. I always got a cookie. I'm going to jump a bit and ask you a question. What's the difference between cream and lotion? So that was, you know, <laughs> I, that's in your question? No, I had that in my bad scenes. Oh, uh, well. yeah. I, any scene where it's talking about, you know, lotion's water-based and Cream's oil-based. Yeah. Who cares? Like, they just played on that too much. I wasn't interested in that by the time they were overdoing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it actually played a very vital part in yeah, the crime. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned something new. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten it, though. What's the difference? There was One's water-based. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other one is oil-based. Oil-based. I, I oil, couldn't tell you which one it was. Oil-based is a real slippery one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like... Um, there was this scene where um, Hanson's in the house, like, talking to Karis's mum, um, Nora, about you know, who's her housemate and she's writing down the housemate's name and number or whatever. Mm. And he makes this comment about, oh, you don't dot your eyes. And I was like thinking the whole time, okay, this is like leading somewhere. Like she doesn't yeah. dot her eyes. And then it just, right. there was yeah. nothing else. And then it didn't lead, didn't to, lead to anything at all. I was like, mm. cause that's not funny as a standard. No, 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 no. I agree. I, I remember thinking that as well. And I yeah, my, about it. Didn't lead yeah. to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna yeah. work out no, I reckon we missed something. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably kind of weird that she just left her kid with him. After she just met him, he's a cop. He trusts yeah, cops, like, and an excellent neighbor. That's a pretty safe recipe. Pretty safe. First time meeting him though, <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, uh, the other thing, right is, but... the other thing that annoyed me was Penny from Big Bang rocks up. Kelly, Kelly, Co- Kelly Coco. I just love saying your name, Kelly Coco. She rocked up for four lines. How much do you reckon she got paid for those four lines? I got a feeling maybe, maybe she's got a relationship with Jeff Garland. Yeah, I hope so because yeah. that was enough. That was oh, enough. Oh, oh, I think she just came in as a favor. Yeah, and say, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. come in and say a few lines for you. That's All it made me think of her was you're horrible. You didn't look after your dog. Yeah, I didn't like that. Either. Didn't like yeah. that at all. Doesn't yeah, just wants a dog, dog in a garage while she goes to Hawaii. I was or say she's been away. Yeah. It's not like she went to the shops. That, that was a strange scene to put in at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. it was, oh, with her. Yeah. yeah, it was. Anything else we didn't like? Nah. nah good. Right. What was the movie trying to say? What are some themes or anything that we saw? That All, all I could think of was that loneliness. Yeah. Because um, I think the whole thing about Detective Handsome was his, his life is kind of lonely. And I know we spoke about whether he cares or not. I think he's supposed to care. 
Um, yeah, it's kind of sad. He hit him and his dog, and his dog's like his best mate, which is nothing wrong with that, but like he's his only mate almost. Hmm. I don't know. So there's something about missed opportunity to live life to the fullest or yeah. something like that. Sounds about right. Uh, this line, this is like a quote from Jeff Garland, and he goes, I have that theme in the movie of someone who is really good at their job, but in their personal life, they're not a jerk, but they're having trouble. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people like that, so people can associate with it. So, so if nothing else, it's almost just like a portrayal of it rather than a commentary on it. It's almost yeah. like this is happening. You might be able to relate. Yeah. We haven't got the answer for you, which... And I think like it's like every day is a tough day. For people that work hard, he's makes, he talks to his dog and he's like, you know, oh, you've, I've had a tough day, blah, blah, blah. One other thing, like... I, I used to do that. When my wife went overseas for a few <laughs> weeks, I'd come home and talk to my dog Dogs. about, like, my day. Because, like... <laughs> Not that I have an isolated life because I see people all the time, but like us, it, it was yeah. Kind of, yeah, but it was kind of nice coming home and talking to talking to Bernie about that. It was it's probably talking like having a go a bit at Hollywood stars for a little bit too. Like we were just talking about Penny from Big Bang, Kelly Cuoco. She doesn't look after a dog, and the, the dude who's yeah. the murderer, like mm-hmm. literally, they couldn't have made him out to be more of an arrogant, <laughs> yeah. up himself. I mean, I cracks, uh, yeah. He cracks it when yeah. someone doesn't like his his film or yeah. his acting. Yeah. And what does he say? But he's like, um, you know, is it possible that you know you might have missed something? He's like, oh, actors are so finely tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was all I could really pick up on. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? I think that's that's interesting. That quote from Jeff Garland because it's almost like he's just he's just showing you this is something that's happening. Uh, I guess not every film has to have a, a, a proper commentary and, yeah. and idea on why or why not. Just it happens. Because yeah. we didn't really talk about the end scene, but like it just kind of ends. And I, this is actually my, one of my questions: Did he did he buy her a property? Is that the well, I didn't interpret it that at I all. But yeah, I didn't think but so. But she like she, moved. Yeah, off but she didn't her. have any money no. to do that herself. I guess. Yeah. And then he was kind of standing. She was like thank you, like, I'd invite you over, but, you know, you'd be too awkward with all that, and, you know, that, that scene where she's like, yeah. oh, you know, I won't, and he's like, oh, I'd like that. No, no, it's fine. So I got the feeling that he bought her, like, wow. a property, or he, he somehow got her Helped out of her, it. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is just like, why? <laughs> Why'd you do that, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, I did not read that at all, but that's a very interesting take. So why else do you think she was, like, saying... Um, you know, thank you so much. I'd invite you over to come, but, you know, you know let's just do like a clink. I don't know. Because like, yeah. I was like, what else does she got to be thankful, thankful for? for? That he solved a crime that actually technically uh, had nothing to do with For babysitting a kid. Yeah. For, I just read that. For that night they, like, they were talking to, together maybe. Yeah. I just read that as them trying to build that, you know, he still had feelings for her and then she just yeah. mm, hugs the removalist <laughs> yeah. for too long. Well, she's clearly shallow as hell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shallow hell. Yeah. What a movie. Yeah. Jack Bush didn't hit me. Um, <coughs> what else? What do we take away from the film? I like a really long pilot of a TV show. Oh yeah, thought, rather than a movie. It just like I thought. I thought this was going to be a, like, this could have been a pilot. It was way too long, but yeah, if, if I could pilot of a TV show, I can absolutely see that. It's a mm. really nice thought. For, mm. a, a part of me wonders whether I missed something. And to your point about the the dot in the eyes, there's too many little things that didn't add up. That I'm like, nah, surely they would have done that. So maybe we need to watch it again, guys. Maybe we need to have a big big laugh again. I laughed more of that than I did in anything in this film. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like I might have missed something. I don't know. It's a murder mystery after all. Maybe there was more so detail in, in Jerp's stories. Maybe we should maybe, watch those ones maybe, again. Yeah, maybe yeah. there was actually things that Jerpus was saying. Did not cinema worthy though. I'm not I don't think you need to pay you twenty bucks to go see this one on the big screen. No, no, no not at all. 
Not at all. Um, did either of you look up IMDb at all to check out anyone that you saw in the film? I did. Yeah. Um, for the neighbour, Nora, who looked really familiar to me. She was in I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Yeah. Yep. So I actually didn't. I, I found that after the fact. I was just playing around on um, IMDb. So I wouldn't actually do it when I was watching it. But, mm. um, yeah, she was the mother of the bad guy in the house. Yeah. Who was actually had, quite funny in that. Yeah. And that they steal the lawn ornaments from her. Yeah. 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 yeah she, I thought she was pretty good in that. It's yeah, like kind of that, that housewife. And she knows yeah. that they were actually like faking it. Yeah. She just wanted some mm. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was my one. I, I kind of saw her and went, oh, yeah, I know you from somewhere. Yeah. I didn't mm. have anything. You didn't, no, neither did you. Did you? No. It was just her, but yeah. again, that was after uh, the fact. Any questions you want to ask? Um, no, I don't have any, actually. Two? Yeah. What's the what's the go with the girl in the hula hoops? Was was there something else? like they just kept showing her? Did we see her do anything else? Nah. Just the opening credit scene, yeah, and, yeah. and then him sitting on his porch looking at, and that it's got to be more to that. Okay, that's probably something that like I'd probably want to talk about. So this film's filmed in LA. Yeah, very LA. Mm. Okay, why to you is it very LA? Um, I think I just you, you, I think you sort of associate that kind of neighborhood streets. Yeah. Um, the house is Hollywood. You, you got the actor uh, living there. To me, this was like usually in a film, LA is like a character. Like you, this is going to go down as one of those famous movies about LA. You're going to jump on Google and type in movies in LA, yeah. and it's going to have LA Confidential, La La Land, Living in LA. No, it's it's not like <laughs> heat. Heat, heat, like they are distinctly LA. Like like films based around Hollywood La La Land those films you know they're around like think Rebel Without a Cause those sorts of films they have this distinct feel about Hollywood about LA about those sorts of things to me and then that, that makes LA a character like and sure. he needed LA to be a character in this because he's making fun of actors and he's pretending he's like this cop in LA whereas I had no feel in this film whatsoever about him being a part of Hollywood or LA Okay. There were no landmarks. There were no, you know, apart from the Hollywood tour that comes yeah, through. You got the bus going. Yeah, the through. bus. Apart from the bus that comes through, like you don't see him sitting in a diner that looks out over things. You don't see him like you know going past the Hollywood sign or down Rodeo Drive it or was any of those. More suburban things. though. Yeah. Mass- Very- so that's not LA. That's not Hollywood. It's not Hollywood. No. no, it's not. It's not that vibe of like films and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's probably also an air of convenience about being shot in LA. You know, I'm, he's not busting out a big budget on this. No, you know? not at all. But like, I still, I get if you film in LA, you need you put something in there to give you that mystery of LA or that you know that that attention that you get for that. So, yeah, I don't know that that sort of annoyed me a little. How do you get the segue from the girl with the hula hoops to that? Because that, sorry, that rem, that reminded me of this film was filmed in LA, and he's trying to show this suburbia of him being a suburban cop, where he's meant to be this. You know, you've got this Hollywood actor in this this crime scene on a yeah. Hollywood actor, and this party with these celebrities that they try to get all the show bags from, oh, yeah. and it's just him sitting in the suburbs watching his neighbour with a hula hoop. Okay, yeah. I'd much rather see, you know, like people in their front lawn sunbaking with their sunglasses and in their bathers because that's more Hollywood than a kid. With the hula hoop. Yeah. I didn't need to see Hollywood to appreciate yeah. the suburban side of it, though. Yeah. 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 LA was not a character. I'll give, I'll give you no. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another one? Uh, just, I mean, did we miss any sort of payoff? I know we sort of spoke about it, but there was no payoff for him nah. as a character. No. Just, I don't think so. He, uh, he yeah. ends the film in the exact same situation that he starts. And he doesn't start in a bad place, but... Yeah, I had that as well. I was like, was there any growth in him as a character? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think, like... 
you know, sometimes you see this film where the detective solves the crime and you're like, oh, they're on to up and better things, but not with him. It was just like back to normal. And it's not like he wasn't, he wasn't going to retire soon as well. <clears throat> he was going to retire, but How do you he, see he didn't, retirement? He, he didn't make it out like he wanted to retire yeah, at all because he did. wasn't signing those papers. It's, it mm. sounded like a forced retirement. Yeah. Maybe he's getting old. I, I see his retirement is him sitting at home with his dog all day, every day. Watching the girl on a sad, yeah. yeah. Well, his next door neighbor seems retired and he just bangs his wife all the time. <laughs> it might be about the next. The, oh, actually. The King of Queens wife. You guys say, yeah. Mm, Leah she was my IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. From King, King of Queens. Because yeah. I had that written down. I was like, oh, MJ will like this one. Yeah. I, thought, I don't know where it's going. I, I thought when you mentioned yeah. Kevin James, that's what you were yeah, alluding no, to, that his wife I did. I had that in my notes. I was like, oh, that she, would have been awesome. If he was living next door with <laughs> her. Yeah. yeah. That would have been really good. <laughs> but then that wouldn't have been LA at all. I had another question. What happened to the golfer with the boner? Like, that would have been a more interesting crime to solve. I. Oh yeah, I think I'm going with uh, with Jeff's story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they solved yeah, it straight away. The cat fell out of a he, plane. He fell out of a plane, and the happy with Jeff as golfers. Yeah, was that um, I'm going with his beloved story. <laughs> I want to watch that scene again. I can't remember the details of it. I remember thinking like, this is pretty funny. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I did, it still got me straight away when he's like, Detective Jeff is like, yeah, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I hired you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I hired yeah. you. <laughs> Any other questions? I don't have a question, but my dog uh, oh, definitely yeah. did bark. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a water dog. So Candy the dog, which, by the way, if you look at IMDb, which you probably did, Candy the dog is the second cast. The, the one thing that annoyed me was the order of yeah. the casting on IMDb. Alphabetical yeah. last name. Annoying. Candy the dog is the second name. It's something. It's got the dog's name. It's like something, and the surname is Great Dane. In the, uh, <laughs> um, but when Candy came on, Todd was barking so much that Bernie, my other dog, who doesn't care so much about um, animals on TV, he just got up and left because he just didn't <laughs> want to deal with Todd's bullshit this whole time. <laughs> Yeah, good. All right, let's uh, wrap this up. We give our film a rating out of five and then add them up to work out what our average is on Flicks Forum. He'd have kicks off. So I didn't think this movie was very good, but it also wasn't awful either. It was just kind of a strange 80 minutes of viewing. I would have preferred not to have been told the killer at the start. Um, I'm sure there are audiences who would have appreciated this, but it's just not something that I found too enjoyable. Um, but I give it a two out of five. Two out of five. MJ? I've, I've given... In, so, I've just given an extra half a star because of this conversation. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I laughed at more things that I thought were funny. And actually, I, I wrote here, I almost want to give this an extra half star because it was really inoffensive. So, I did end up giving that. So, I'll, I'll omit that Give line. it to yourself. <laughs> it's not about us. It's about you. But this film, unfortunately, never left the runway. I was trying to give it a push start at first, but it needed... A little it needed to support me a little bit <laughs> to help. <laughs> the whole concept was just never really thought out. The humor didn't quite land, but there are enough laughs, and it was just it was really easy to watch. I wasn't bored mm, by it. Was it was an easy like that. Um, two stars. Hmm. Okay. So acting performances they weren't horrible, uh, but most of the lines and the character traits they just didn't land for me at all. When I was on Netflix, Netflix said I had a 97% match for this film. Well, that's disappointing. I felt let down. It was like when a friend forgets something about you. That's how I felt. I was like... Uh, I like that. That's clever. Maybe Netflix uh, isn't your friend. Nah, maybe it's not. So if I was Netflix, I'd be removing... Or maybe it's because you watched it before and they knew that. (laughs) 
whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Actually, that's true. true yeah. film, it doesn't tell you. Maybe I need to put the thumbs down earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, if I was Netflix, I would be removing the mention of it being a Netflix film in the title. I'd just call it Handsome. Very I'd get, strange, rid, I'd get rid of that, yeah. Very strange. Get rid of that straight away. So I'm giving but this. But I was intrigued. What, what did you give it? I don't know. I'm oh, waiting. Sorry. You. <laughs> I was intrigued by that title. I thought that was interesting. That when we so we've got a whole list of films that we're going to be covering on this podcast, and that's one of the few titles that piqued my interest. And I reckon maybe if you, I mean, probably not because the viewership's not that high on it from what we've seen on IMDb and Letterboxd. But if you're flicking through a film to watch on a Saturday night, you're like, oh, well, this is something that's made specifically for Netflix. You know it's a murder mystery. That could be fun. I, I guess that's the reason behind could it. Could be fun if they didn't give away the murder yeah. mystery in the opening But I'm talking about <laughs> murder mystery for about three seconds. <laughs> I'm talking about the title, the title only. Um, so anyway, I give it a one out of five. So, Hita, what does that give us as an average? That's a 1.67 oh, out of 5. Sounds about right. We've, we've done that before. We've had yeah, 1.67s yeah. before. Yeah. So, I like this question now. Now we've had this discussion. Yeah. I've got this question set up for our social media where you can jump on there and answer our question. My question this week is, would Handsome have worked better as a weekly procedural TV show? Yes. And, question. And thank you, Hita, for bringing that up earlier because yeah. we must have been on the same page. I reckon, yeah. This oh, was, like yeah. 22-minute TV show, just a, yeah, a different, some of a different case a week. I, I definitely think that would have worked a lot better. Is, is the character interesting enough to get you back each week, though? Maybe the in a short yeah. time frame, like twenty minutes, and you'd be like, "Oh, those jokes were funny." I, I want a Gerber story one an episode minimum, yeah, at least. And as long as the you know Fleur's there as a firecracker, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I'm not. I'm still not saying it would have worked, but I think it would have worked a lot better yeah. than this film. Yeah. yeah, I can give you that. Yeah. Well, hit us up on uh, our social medias: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are at Flix Forum. Please subscribe if you haven't already that would be nice for you to jump on board and give us a positive rating on any of the platforms you listen to us on we'll give you this gold every week we will because next week and I am going to struggle massively with the cast list for this film so I apologise in advance next week is a 2017 CGI anime sci-fi action film really? yes wow. this, is, this is our first animated uh, film that we're going to look at I think Interesting. which oh, is right. good it is called that, Blame with an exclamation mark you can, you can pronounce end. that well done I can Blame. but now I've got to get into it. it's a Japanese film so I think when, it is yeah, yeah. Uh, so it is directed by Hiroyuki Sashi, and it stars the voices of Takehori Sakurai, Kainai Hanazawa, Sora Amirara. I'm struggling already. No, you're doing well. Okay, well. next one is Mamoru Miyano, Ayo Suzaki, and Nobunaga Shimazaki. Have you typed them I, phonetically? I did type these phonetically Hold to on. try and write them out. No, so yeah, very good. I gave it a crack because I didn't want to let the, the people down. Um, so I did do this phonetically. I think you've done a good so. job there. This is awesome. I'm looking forward to this. So this should be good. It's a, a sci-fi anime film. So Sci-fi? Okay. Sci-fi anime. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm picking it early here. <laughs> 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 what? Why would you just assume I'm not going to like it? <laughs> it's just based on your reaction when you go, nice. Who <laughs> 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 you knows? It could be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Your face was like, oh my God, that was classic. All right, so jump on board. Give that a watch if you want, um, and we will discuss that next week. So thanks, as usual, for having a good chat. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, mate.